Welcome to the audio of Excluded Headlines. I'm Tamara Pearson, a journalist, author and activist based here in Puebla, Mexico. In a matter of days, the law has been used against two left-wing Latin American leaders. One was arrested after he indeed broke the law, though the mainstream media is leaving out all context as to why he did that, and another has been sentenced to six years in prison. This move is common in the region when leaders are popular in the US and local elites can't find other ways to get rid of them. Otherwise, the media has focused international coverage on Russia and Ukraine, on China's COVID-19 policies, as well as on the far-right group in Germany and, of course, now in Peru. Most coverage has been themed around terrorism in the far-right and accidents like the train crash in Spain. But the take on Latin America has been very Western-centric, and other stories such as a massacre of hundreds in the Democratic Republic of Congo have been overlooked as usual. In Argentina on Tuesday, now Vice President Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner was sentenced to six years prison on corruption and fraud charges. The sentence rules her out from holding any public office. Kirchner was president for two terms, from 2007 to 2015. She was accused of diverting US $1 billion in public funds. After the verdict, Kirchner said the charges were politically motivated and part of a common lawfare in Latin America where politicians, lawyers and the media work together to smear left-wing leaders as corrupt. There was an assassination attempt against her in September. Kirchner can appeal the verdict and currently has immunity due to her position as vice president. Left and left-leaning presidents around Latin America condemn the verdict, a fact the mainstream media has largely boycotted, as well as the context of lawfare being used in the region, sometimes with US support, to remove popular left-wing leaders that can't be removed through elections. India, Congo, hundreds are killed in a massacre. The Congolese government has said that around 300 people died in an attack on villages and has blamed the M23 group. The group said the real figure was eight and they died by stray bullets, but communities have counted their dead and noted the real figure and that they were all civilians. The M23 has been at war with government forces. Though the media often talks about Rwanda supporting the M23 and their original defection from the army, a struggle to control gold and other mines could be at the heart of the issue. Many of the profits go to foreign corporations. In Peru, the mainstream media has totally distorted a coup against a left-leaning president. Peruvian President Pedro Castillo temporarily declared the dissolution of Congress, the reorganization of the judiciary, and an emergency government on Wednesday. He did it knowing that in a few hours the Congress would discuss for the third time his impeachment. The vote had already been scheduled. However, the image the mainstream media has painted is that the president was impeached because he attempted to dissolve the Congress. Castillo had called for new elections in nine months' time. He said the opposition majority in Congress had focused on removing him from power and prevented measures to address social inequalities in Peru. The US was not neutral in these events and immediately rejected the measure taken by Castillo, apparently needing no time to think it over. The Congress removed Castillo from power for moral incapacity and the Vice President, Dina Buluate, was quickly sworn in at 3pm while Castillo was arrested by the police straight away. Legally, the Congress's move was valid and Castillo's was not. Castillo was president for 16 months. He's a teacher and on being elected was subjected to lots of racist and classist comments. While in power, he made erratic decisions that were not always in line with the Libre Parte's position. Just last week, the Congress's Constitution Commission ruled that a president can be suspended for 36 months with just 66 votes out of the total 130 seats. 
a move that itself is unconstitutional. The ruling is yet to be passed by the full Congress, however. In Morocco, there were large protests against high costs. Thousands marched near Rabat on Sunday in reaction to various problems in the country, including inflation, corruption and despotism. Poverty has returned to 2014 levels and marches accuse the government of being married to money. In a poll, the left alliance has lost its parliamentary majority. Results are in after general elections last month, and though the left-wing Nepali Congress won the most seats, its five-party alliance has lost majority control of the parliament. The alliance includes Maoists and Socialists. They were two seats short of the 138 needed. Some 34 independent and minor party candidates were also elected. And finally, in Chad, there has been a mass sentencing of protesters. 262 people who were arrested during protests in October have been handed jail terms of two to three years. The protests were held when the military government was meant to hand over power but has now delayed that by two years. Police opened fire on protesters and around 40 people were murdered. Thank you for listening. Do share or invite contacts to subscribe so that people can get a fuller picture of global events and news.